Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, 2023 was a record-breaking year for passenger volume at the Abbotsford International Airport. Airport officials uh, tell us that in 2023, 1,275,484 uh, people uh, traveled through the airport. That's an increase of, get this, 26.5% over the previous record of 1 million set in 2019. Joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, the Abbotsford Airport and its tremendous growth is Parm Sidhu. He's general manager of the Abbotsford International Airport. Parm, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Jazz. It's been a while, but I hope all is good with you. It is all very good, and it's also very good for uh, the Abbotsford International Airport. Uh, YXX uh, has uh, seen record numbers, 1.2 million passengers for 2023. What's driving this increase? Well, Jazz, you know, is, uh, as, an, as a key economic enabler for the one of the fastest-growing regions in North America and one of the most livable areas, in the world, in my opinion, uh, our airline partners in Flair and WestJet really showcased how to make travel more affordable and accessible for everyday Canadians. So walk me through here. Uh, the two airlines that, that operate out of YXX, the two main ones, are WestJet and Flair Airlines? That's correct. So, uh, and, and in your mind, where do you think you can go in this case? I know the, the, you have direct routes to Edmonton and Calgary, Winnipeg, Toronto, Hamilton, Kitchener, London, and you also go to do uh, Puerto Vallarta and Los Cabos. Where do you see the next uh, increase coming from? In, you've hit 1.2 million passengers. Uh, where do you see the next bit of growth coming from? Yeah, that's great. Like I said, this is a vibrant region and a vibrant economy, and uh, our region loves to fly to various parts of Canada and fun destinations and parts of the U.S. So, you know, our airline partners are making travel accessible and affordable for all Canadians to, you know, where Canadians want to go. You know, eventually we want to have flights into the U.S. and do like Phoenix, L.A. and Cabo and Mazatlan and uh, uh, Cancun. Uh, everywhere Canadians either have uh, assets in real estate, homes or timeshares, is, that's where we want to give people options. Uh, in regards to uh, international, uh, is there any desire to do, you know, bigger, uh, have more bigger pl- bigger planes flying to Europe or Asia, potentially? Yeah, at this point, if you looked at, you know, we had 490,000 passengers in 2015, 530 in 2016, 677 in 2017, 842 in 2018, broke the million mark in 19, then fast forward to 2023, record year, daily, weekly, monthly, you know, we're just focused on taking Canadians uh, where they want to go, uh, primarily domestically, and then it'll be into the U.S. and then to, obviously, sun destinations. We already have a good footprint into Cabo, uh, Puerto Vallarta, and Mazatlan. Um, uh, uh, those other destinations will come in time, but we're really just focused on, you know, the ultra-low-cost carriers and flair and what they're doing in the marketplace, stimulating travelers. Otherwise, that would probably stay on the couch mm-hmm. and motivating you to take multiple trips uh, a year and go see our wonderful, beautiful country. We were kind of turning into a domestic uh, Vegas in many ways. You know, Edmonton, uh, or we are, Edmonton, Calgary, and 
the short haul flights uh, are just significant. How many people are flying back and forth on a Thursday and coming back Monday morning? Hmm. Uh, in regards to getting uh, to the airport, right now you drive. Um, there's going to be obviously some transit. Uh, if people from Vancouver wanted to, to, to use Abbotsford Airport for perhaps saving costs, do you have any bus service? I'm, I'm just curious, or any shuttle service that, that they could rely on at this point? Yeah, these low-cost carriers stimulate travelers, uh, Jazz, and you know, our fares hovered between $49 and $79 in 2023 in the summer. You know, people are flying to Edmonton for the day or going to a rock concert or a sport venue, sporting venue in another province because air travel was affordable and accessible and but it needs a matching ecosystem right uh you know we are a large city and uh, happens to have an airport uh, university and you know we do have busing service and shuttle service uh within the region we had shuttle service to surrey skytrain uh we have a door-to-door shuttle in the valley airporter mm-hmm. uh, and we also have uber and taxis and car rentals so consumers deserve options just like airlift you got to have a ground network and we're continuously improving on that and uh, we look for more things to come in the coming years on multimodal more digitization of uh, throughput and multimodal platforms uh in regards to parking give me a sense of your parking situation now if, if i was were to go to uh let's say to mexico uh, for a week uh what kind of what am i expecting to pay if i want to leave my vehicle there yeah, all uh, $9 a day or $54 a week. Uh, you know, our airport and our airline partners, uh, you know, we got to provide value and, uh, you know, consumers deserve options and, you know, you stimulate travelers and we can showcase that from the numbers we've seen from 2015 to 2023. We have been one of the fastest growing airports in Canada measured by percentage points. And that's because the consumer is saw value and opportunities to literally see people. We had first-time flyers. It's amazing to see the people walking through the terminal. I haven't gone here in a long time or I've never flown and how low-cost carriers stimulate the bigger opportunity. Um, I'm curious, how much more growth can you handle before you would have to consider expansion just for your terminal? Yeah, we've been continuously expanding. Uh, we've reinvested uh, close to $100 million since 1997, since the city of Abbotsford has been operating and owning an airport. Uh, you know, we're continuously uh, expanding. Uh, we, you know, we, we were doing 7,400 passengers a day peak summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were the ninth busiest airport for, you know, 25% of summer uh, measured by passenger volumes. And this That's in summer, Canada? So, you know, that was in Canada? Yeah. Okay. 7,400 passengers a day we were doing uh, this past summer. It was busy. And those passengers come from anywhere from a, you know, a 30 minute to a three hour radius. If not, so in some cases, people from the U.S. were coming up. We're seeing people parking this way, cross border leakage coming this way. So, you know, we're continuously investing uh, in infrastructure. Like I said, the, the facility was handling 7,400 passengers a day annualized. That puts you just shy of 2.8. So we want to keep our infrastructure ahead, but we don't want to overbuild. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, our, the airfield is a very busy place. We are in the top 10 busiest airports in Canada measured by aircraft movements, right? Some of the aerospace companies that call Abbotsford home that are doing work not just locally, but globally, mm-hmm. uh, Cascade Aerospace, Con Air Aviation, the largest aerial force fighting company uh, in the world calls Abbotsford home doing work right around the globe. Chinook Helicopters, the premier helicopter and fixed-ring training school uh, and the University of the Fraser Valley. Mm-hmm. 
many companies call Abbotsford home, but these employees live all throughout the region. So, and the supply chain as well. So right now, though, when you mention Flair and even WestJet to a certain degree, your focus is still going to be on the low-cost carrier before more traditional carriers like Air Canada or others one day may fly out of there. But but the, the focus for you uh, right now in the medium term and short term is still focusing on the low-cost carriers because that's where the growth is in your mind. Yeah, we're... We're open for business, Jazz, and we're a platform for business, and we'll let the business go where they think is they can hit the market the fastest and be viable and grow. We're a platform for business, and you know we've showcased how an open for business platform uh, can grow passenger volumes and deliver what the passenger wants. I'm curious because uh, I know nothing about this. Are landing fees different compared to Abbotsford, to, let's say traditionally YVR or Peterson Airport? Yeah, we're, 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 we're different in most other airports in Canada. We don't have an airport improvement fee. So, you know, we only charge a landing and terminal fee, which would, is probably almost... Would that be the same as Air Canada? Like, the airlines have to pay something in regards to a landing fee. Do you, would you charge something similar to, to, to YVR, or would yours be a different structure because it's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a secondary airport? No, so we, we have a landing fee and a terminal fee, just like most other airports in Canada should have. What we don't have is the airport improvement fee that most airports charge in Canada. And that fee can range from the lowest 20 to 30 to $35 per ticket. Okay, okay. Well, congratulations to you. Uh, 1.2 million, 1,275,484, a 26% increase over the previous record of just over a million in 2019 pre-COVID. Uh, looks like uh, lots of growth ahead for you as well. Thanks so much for your time today, Parm. Yeah, take care, Jazz, and have a grand weekend.